0: Hello there, welcome to the latest episode of the Taker Snapshots podcast. Uh, joining me from behind the mic is Timbo Slice. Hello there. And one eight six newest member, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ben. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't help myself. Do you know what the worst was? If you hadn't mentioned that um, someone had said something about the picture, I'd not even noticed. I, I was absolutely <laughs> oblivious to it. <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a phantom richie p jumping in i don't know whether he's going to talk to us or not how how bad is my sound that's good i mean your voice is always awful but okay <laughs> do you want to join
1: us i'm just on my phone have you started recording You're yeah. literally just starting mate all right yeah crack on
0: right, joining <laughs> us as well as richard polly <laughs> cool hello Hello there so, <laughs> so um today we're just chatting about there's been two store champs um I think they're both over the weekend, weren't they? Yeah, when was yours, Tom uh,
2: we yeah, played no. on
3: Saturday it wasn't yeah, it was wasn't was an there. official store championship, so I want to clarify that
0: Oh right, Lame um <laughs> yeah, but there's so there's been two events one at, is it Curtin games is it
3: Yeah, Curt, Curtin Games and Crediton.
2: Devon. and then we've like one.
0: And then we've also had one at Fanboy Free in Manchester. Um, depending on how long it takes us to talk through these, we may touch on the points that we didn't touch on, but I imagine we'll probably just talk about the expo instead.
4: Yeah, I think I mean we'll, I think what might be quite useful, people. Um, obviously, I'll, li- I'll link both these events up, uh, but obviously these will be the first two sort of um, events using new points. So it might be interesting to look at what's what's done well and and perhaps how some of the newer... I say newer ships, because obviously they're old ships, but like the Thai Bombers uh, performed over the two events as well.
0: We can talk about lists that I now need to try, because people keep showing me lists that I like. It's disgusting.
4: <laughs> no, uh, well, that, I mean, that's it. Like Stuff like this is, is going to be very useful for people who are going to UK Games Expo, uh, because you are bound to see some of these things uh, next weekend.
0: Do you want to just... Should we just jump straight into the curtain one? Because... That obviously we've got Dom with us because surprise, he did well. <laughs> but there's the first and second place is Dom and uh, Andy Cameron in second, which are two people who I've regularly stolen lists off. So, um, it's nice to look at. <laughs> do you want to talk about your list first, Dom?
3: Yeah, can do. Uh, yeah, so uh, I have still been sticking with CyberTest, um, <laughs> and this list is. Mostly Liam's fault as well. So I can put almost the entire blame on him. Um but yeah, we've been looking at a lot of um separatist players and stuff that I know of. We've all been chatting and we've been looking at different options since since worlds and stuff and, and the new points and what's changed. Um and whether certain pieces are still worthwhile, like was grievous still worth playing without outmaneuver and was Django still worth playing. Um and we've been looking at different options and stuff and like the the key pieces that definitely seem to still be really good were things like dirge because he hasn't really changed um so this this is just a like an updated version of the, the same sort of archetypes and stuff that we were playing around with anyway before the points so we've still got the same key pieces like um grievous just now he, he can't have outmaneuver he's got a shield upgrade to make him even more of a pain in the ass to kill. <laughs> still has soulless one, still has imperfect plating, and point left over is giving marksmanship. Dirge, still has all the key pieces that Dirge had before, so got the proton cannon, title, and proton bombs. Um, that Dirge is disgusting, he's a joust master. Yeah, he's great, and you've got point <laughs> left over, so give him delayed users, um, which can be useful. Uh, definitely, if the shit count goes up, which I think we, we mostly think it is. Um, so they're the two pieces that that I've kept from from the list we had before. Um, and then SunFact came down to five points, and it just seemed really good. So I was trying out a lot of lists with Sunfac in because um, Sunfat for five points, he gets some snare, uh, which is the main thing he wants. He um, gets gravitic deflection, which is basically like snare on Overdrive for him. As long as, as long as something in in the attack arc is tracted, he gets a, a reroll against every single shot, uh, which is great defensively. And then again he's got point left over, give him targeting computer, because then he can actually take target locks, which could be useful. Um so try trying out and him out in lots of lists. And then um Liam sent me a message a little while ago and said what what if you have two Nantex <laughs> and sent me sent me this version which had Chertek and Sunfak in, because you get Chertek as well within Snare for four points because he's come down as well. Um, and then, yeah, you've got two points left over, so round the list off with, with a Vulture Droid. And DFS-081 um, has a high enough loadout that he can take energy shell charges and independent calculations, which um, the Iron Assembler can't anymore because uh, they put a cost on independent calculations. So, and it
0: means his ability triggers, I guess, once in a while as well.
3: Yeah, his ability his ability is pretty good, especially if, if you're running crates and things like that. Uh, if he's picked up a crate and stuff, it helps him keep hold of it for a while. And so stuff.
4: he's the one that can spend a calculate to turn all crits to hits.
3: Yes. Yeah. And, and he's I3 as well. And he, he can sit on rocks and um, do all of that annoying thing, uh, which he did many, many times over the weekend. And, and you, you've got five ships, so yeah, it's, it's pretty decent. You've got one I-6, one I-5, two I-4s, and an I-3, so pretty solid initiative values and stuff. And um, it, It's just got a load of different things in that people won't expect, like Nantex in Salvage are brilliant because they can pick up a crate and they can still do everything that they do anyway because all their reposition is through tractors and stuff, so they don't, they're, they're not restricted to not being able to boost and barrel roll because all their reposition is, is through the tractor tokens anyway and they can still do that whilst they've got a crate oh so, that's filthy i hadn't thought about that so yeah ha- having, having sunfac run around uh with a crate is quite funny i6 <laughs> um and then yeah that just just the utility of them as support pieces the being able to do things that um your opponent won't necessarily think about uh so you can like pass tractor tokens over to your own ships. Um and have, have, have that reposition option on like you've got grievous at i4 that suddenly at the after every ship's moved has barrel that someone's up to trigger his ability and things like that. So
4: yeah, it's got loads of little
3: utility pieces.
4: At um, least with the N- Nantex now though, that the um they can only use their, their tractor to reposition after they fully execute maneuver yes yeah so yeah. obviously because um you know earlier iterations of that was they could partially execute couldn't they so yes yeah which was obviously even yeah. worse but i mean it's been it's been like that for a while but we just haven't seen the nantex for a while yeah, yeah. I think it
3: was just yeah. A, bit, a bit too much was he six before i think yeah so some fact was six and
4: i think chertek
3: was five i think they both came down a point so uh yeah, get, getting them, getting both of them having a reduction and stuff, and they can both still take in snare, it's, it's quite nice to 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 play them and put them on the table again.
0: So we were sort of asking this question before we start, but we stopped. How many ships of your opponent did you actually move with
3: tractor over the weekend? I only actually moved one the whole <laughs> weekend. Um, I moved a lot more of my own ships than my opponent. Yeah. Uh, and the, the only time I did was um, lots of people, lots of Rebel players are bringing Hull. At the moment. So he's a three point Y-Wing um battle of in, I think. Oh yeah, he's the
0: um he's got the advanced proton torpedo, hasn't he?
3: Yeah, he's got an advanced proton yeah. torpedo. He he runs around for three points so there's an advanced proton torpedo that can self-double mod it. Um yeah. which uh he has a similar effect to like DBS four oh four had in the list I took to Worlds. He's just a, a, a cheap annoyance that's going to you have to kind of think about, uh, because the APT. Um, but yeah, he he got a bit close to one of my ships. Um, so I attracted him out of range one so he couldn't fire it.
0: <laughs> oh, sad times! I forgot how horrible mantics can be. Sharing is caring, as my child always says. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, they, they, they just want to hug, really. They, they, they just they just run around in the middle of the battlefield, wanting to hug and sharing orange tokens with everyone.
0: So, the obvious question is, did you face any large bases?
3: Uh not at Curtain. Uh at Curtain I was I just ran into four people all running five ship lists of small bases.
0: Well your first round was a bye, were not
3: it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, poor Pond. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine, imagine that you drive all the way down to Devon and yeah, you get drawn against Pond first round. It's always yeah. awful when you have to play against Pond, don't matter what round it is. <laughs> but yeah it's like
3: yeah it's like Curtin is about three to three and a half hours from from amazing um so I, I was already down there because my my in-laws live nearby um but Pond traveled all the way there and back in the day and um, um yeah he got drawn against me around one
2: which was uh yeah unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> so wait, oh, it
5: always
3: seems to go in it yes
0: Looks like you hit some decent players, actually.
5: Yeah, no, it, was, it was a good
3: event. Re- really solid set of players and stuff. Um, a lot of interesting lists. It's a shame that you couldn't
0: just squeak up the uh, last two people.
5: Yes.
4: So it looks like you've got, um, you've got what, three players who went three and one. So I think uh, Ben's alluded to, I think Andy Cameron finished second with Imperials. We'll chat about this in a second. And it looks like uh, you got two, two Burnett, Steve and Chris. Um, third and fourth with rebels as well, um, but the day looks fairly resistance and rebel heavy. Seems to be a lot of sort of those symbols. But um, so what was Andy running?
0: So Andy was running uh, two tie, bo- uh, three tie bombers, Cherno and Lieutenant Lurie. I think it's called. Yeah. Um, so he's he's the interceptor that can do the um, bendy barrel roll. Yeah. Um, so he's got Tomax, Tomax Bren, uh, Major Rhymer, Captain Jonas, and they've pretty much all got barrage rockets, saturation salvo, and bomblet generator. One of them's got seismic Chargers, Sorry, um, and then Jurno's uh, got ruthless Vader, death troopers, agile gunner, um, electronic baffle, and dauntless. Um, oh, and um, the Interceptor's
2: got Lone Wolf so
4: I, think what, he's what I was, was going to say, what's, what's interesting and I think uh, we'll see a common theme when we talk about the Fanboy 3 event are these three TIE Bombers um, so uh, with the new Imperial Starter uh, new player sort of uh, pack uh, these are now all uh, standard legal uh, so you will see Jonas Reimer and, and Bren sort of turn up later, so it might be worth just sort of touching on their abilities and how their upgrades work
0: so Jonas is a reroll on um what they like uh, missiles and Torpedos. torpedoes and things at range one.
4: um Not to one important Not to man. one yeah.
0: uh rhymer can increase or decrease the range of of his of, of his yeah. missiles, and Tomek's Bren can reload like talents and things. Um, his his ability is basically a a no ability in this list
4: yep i mean i think that's fair like so essentially for 10 squad points you're getting three tie bombers who have six health each two agility they've each got barrage rockets which is range two to three five charges uh three red dice but with um jonas's ability that's three red dice with two re-rolls probably a focus token uh, they've all got saturation salvo as well, which uh, while you perform a missile or torpedo attack, if you spend one charge from that upgrade, if you do choose two defense dice, defender must re-roll those dice. And barrage rockets comes with five charges, because the point <laughs> well, the point with barrage rockets would be that they are spend a charge. If the defenders in your balls are, you may spend one or more charge to re-roll that many dice, which you're not going to need for Jonas's ability. So then you can use those spare charges to uh, force your opponent to reroll green dice. <laughs> it's
3: filthy, isn't it? Yep. Really, and, really solid for 10 points.
4: Yep, and I think as well, because you're doing a focus for the barrage, you're not tied in to uh, particular targets. Um, so depending where stuff lands, what's in arcs, uh, or if you manage to kill something, you're not then tied down with like having wasted target lock actions.
1: I think the the thing for me on that list that kind of ticks it from on andy 's list and we'll talk about other versions that include those three ships um is that on rack um Admiral Shirenu, yeah. he's also got Vader crew yeah. and death troopers, so basically he's he's stripping a token off you then um or you take a damage, then he's making you reroll your green dice if you naturally evade anyway and um, It is worth pointing out. For saturation salvo that they must choose two dice available so if you're rolling two greens and you roll you know evade blank they can't just make you re-roll the evade they have to make you re-roll both of them um if you've only got one green dice it's just the one green dice they can it does trigger on just one green dice but if you've got two or three they must pick two dice even if they don't want to um so yeah there is a bit of a bit of counterplay and and some choices but that that bit is particularly filthy that Vader steals your thing, and then Death Troopers. Uh, well, Vader steals your token, um, and then you've got Death Troopers, so you can't get rid of stress as well when you come in to to the um, to the Decimator. So, you know, basically your thing is, do you try and chew through the 10 points of bombers to get points there while Rack and Larré are having free reign, whatever they're doing, um, or do you try and ignore the bombers while chewing through whatever it is, 16, 18 points of Decimator health, whatever it is, um, with a reinforce, because um, he will always be reinforced, rack right, as visibility. So, yeah, it's um, it's it's very disgusting. But I think you're right. The three, those three points of um, three ships, those ten points of imperial bombers are gonna, I think, look a lot like the three um, tyfos that we saw a lot of in the last yeah. point cycle, where you just saw that nine points of tyfos, and then eleven other points in the list. This is fill in your your 10 favorite points afterwards
4: yeah yeah i mean i think you know the only good thing you've got going for you is that they are gonna fly as a block so although that block is scary and it is chucking a lot of double modded red dice at least, you know almost double modded red dice but um yeah there's there's 18 health to agility so you know that is that's one big block that's flying around but potentially you might be able to play around that <laughs> yeah it's reasonably
1: high agility um initiative as well isn't it it's um it's uh, four f- and fives.
4: yeah five, five on tomac so he's the one with the kind of nothing uh uh, uh pilot ability we take him because initiative five uh, does he not have
1: a talent that can be reloaded on the standard load like that uh
4: no. no saturation salvo can't be okay. re really done but cool. yeah, you, you take him um because he's uh pilot skill five uh, but Rymer and Jonas are both fours, which is a decent place to be because you're unlikely to be initiative killed. Yeah. yeah. Well, Don't forget beast. as
0: well that one of the things that everyone always forgets about the bombers is the, um, the ship ability, the nimble bomber. Yeah. So you can use the bank templates to drop the bombs as well.
1: Have yeah. they actually got bombs on this build?
4: Yep. Yeah. Yep. What so, they, they um, well, I mean, uh, Dan,
0: bomblets uh, and seismic on one of them.
4: Yeah. So Dan's, yeah. Dan's list as well. So bomblet appears in in both lists, which is um, uh, basically you roll uh, it's roll two dice, isn't it? And then you take hits and crits on what you roll. Yeah. Each okay. shipper. It each might ship be hit. even worse than that. It might be roll one dice. But <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you know, to, no, you, sure no. It's just roll, you roll thing. two. Roll two. Yeah. Each shipper um, suffers. uh'll say one hit for each hit and crit. But, yeah. yeah, you can't suffer crits from it, but you could suffer two damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the bomblet generator, at the start of the activations phase, um, uh, the, the, these guys don't have shields, but you could recover uh, charges with it. Yeah, it's, it's 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 because the...
3: So Jonas and Tomex Bren both have a load out of 10. So after you, after you take the the barrage and saturation, sidebar, they've only got two points left and they've got double payload slots, so they can take the bomb yeah. as their only option. And then Reimer has a load out of 12, so he's got four points left over. But he's also only got one payload slot, so he can't take bomblets. So it's what you do with the last four points. You've got seismic charges and delayed fuses, which is, I think is what Andy took. Or mm-hmm. I think um, at Fanboy, they took ion bombs.
1: You can get concussions as well if you feel like doing a bit of carpet bombing.
3: Yeah. Do you ever think, like, why,
0: why is why is it that Major Rhymer only has one payload, but the others have two? Like, what's the logic behind it?
4: Don't know.
0: Are
2: it's you
1: just... trying? I, I, I don't think there is any logic behind it.
0: Oh, so Defy is the same. Sorry, Defy has only got one.
1: I mean, we we can talk about Mace Window not having a CLT. Is it a <laughs> <laughs> is it a typo,
4: and they've just doubled down on it, or is it intentional? Who knows? But um, yeah, so I think I think we're going to see an awful lot of these three bombers. Um, Luria is just a cheap uh, interceptor. He's an issue three and actually he He's got he's got the bendy boost. Um, so you know, and yeah, the decimate has always been uh, a decent ship, and the fact that agile gunners come down to one point is really good for them as well.
1: People have forgotten what bendy barrel rolls can do since nobody's playing Star Vipers anymore. Mm. Um, but yeah, he did. He didn't have um, interestingly. He didn't have the system phase reposition version Um, but on the rear it's decent because you're then bendy barrel rolling in the system phase and then you know yeah you can't reposition after you move but you're at three anyway so
0: i don't know i don't think it's worth losing that thruster's ability is too good it is that's that's a personal opinion yeah
4: but i suppose at initiative three it's not as powerful because there's an awful lot of ships that move after you. So the, the the double reposition or the focus into a boost or barrel roll isn't as powerful at initiative three, and especially with road as well, where half the time you'll be going first before other initiative threes. Oh, it's a
0: must as well.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I think I think for three points, it's a it's a decent choice to take. And you know, he's he's got lone wolf on it, so it's probably is that is it's probably off by itself. Scoring yeah. objectives and hassling, you know, the opposition's backfield or whatever. So I don't think I'd hate the
0: sensitives as much if you didn't have to take the stress.
4: Yeah. But then yeah, yeah well, you got like you him. got a lot of blues on that dial, haven't you? So Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, I get it, but
0: anyway.
3: Like it all it all came down as well, right? Because Luria came down to three and Rat came down as well. So both both those ships came down in points.
0: I'd just and... like to Extra shout Andy out because the only game he lost was the fact that he was late. <laughs> yes. um, so it could have been a, a very interesting last um, round, I suppose, because maybe you and him would have been paired. It's hard to say in it because obviously losing your first game puts you on the the submarine path mm. So it's hard to say. I'd like to watch that game then.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, it would have been good. It would have been definitely interesting. Um, like tie, tie bombers and stuff are definitely things I, I, I'm practicing against and stuff because, yeah, I think they're going to be popular.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I've I'm said before, but I'm, I'm obviously I'm looking at that list, but I'm yeah, looking at your list as well.
1: <laughs> they're very, um, they're very powerful. The kind of slightly frustrating thing is that they're locked behind a version one collection and a um and a conversion kit, unless you're going to go and buy um three of the new starter packs to get the three bombers that you need. Well,
0: some of us so, already
1: own four. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, no, like, that's what that's what I mean. You know, if, if I want to go now and get, um, if I want to go and run that list, I've got Rack, I've got Larray, I've got those two ships, but I don't have any bombers. I was going to buy one of the new starter packs so that I'd get some more Imperial stuff. But now I'm looking at it going, well, if I want to run that list, I need three bombers, which means either going aftermarket and getting an eBay lot or... You know, trying to find a couple of bombers that somebody's willing to shift. Wow. Um, and then, or, spending whatever it is, 50 quid times three, um, to get three of the starter packs, and then have another six TIE Fighters, another bunch of Interceptors, fair enough. I'm never going to use all those TIE Fighters, but, you know, and then three copies of everything that comes in that pack that I really don't need. Um, single
0: bombers now, yeah?
4: Not, not really, No, now.
0: Obviously, but... I haven't paid much attention to them, because... There's nothing in it for me. Uh, I mean, it's great for the the game. Don't get me wrong.
1: But yeah, no, they've not, not they've not been released yet. To
3: oh. and they're not that they're not that cheap either. Like um, I think Curtin had them for sixty quid a pack. And yeah, they, I thought they were more than that. that that's that's but, under yeah. the RRP. So the, I think the RRP is something like seventy-five. So yeah. But, they,
4: Six, 60 is still a good price for a I new player because it's just about
0: to say the same yeah, thing four, four, yeah,
4: yeah four ships for 15 quid essentially and then you get everything the dice the templates the everything else you get in it for free essentially
0: do you um does anybody know if it's the upgraded templates or the cardboard
3: ones
4: i think it was cardboard from when i remember it's cardboard is it's it. cardboard. Yeah, it's,
3: it's still a good deal. Don't get me wrong. Just yeah. it's it's fantastic for new players, 100. percent But yeah, as as Richard, if you if you're an existing player and you and you want to you want to get back, uh, you want the tie bombers and stuff, it is quite an expensive outlet.
4: Well, it may be that I happen to own like six, so I think uh, <laughs> I I have so many tie bombers. I actually used one of them as the uh, practice piece for that color scheme I used for my Republic list. For <laughs> Because I thought, what am I not going to need this many of? Oh, I have many TIE Bombers, and so I have a uh, a half-white, half-blue TIE Bomber somewhere.
0: That's like me with my TIE Interceptors. I've got so many, it's untrue. Um,
4: uh, yeah. So I was going to say, um, so we had uh, two Burnets rocking and Rebels, uh, in third and fourth, and they're, they're slightly different Rebel lists as well.
0: Uh, I'd if... like to look, talk about Chris's a little bit, because Chris is obviously a, a long-time Rebel player.
4: Oh, well, just uh, so just just do Steve's quickly then. So it looks like we've got an arc, two arcs, two fangs, and a T65. Um, so arcs, you've got your veteran tail gunners for your double shots. Um, the fangs, Bodeker is really strong ability for the double tap. Um, you've got plasma torps on her as well. Mandalorian optics. So that's, uh, yeah, interesting five ship list. So go on then. What's uh, Chris's list?
0: So so Chris has got. Uh, Han Solo, the build your own version. Uh, boy, uh, Luke Skywalker, the boy, Han um A-wing, Wedge, and then Sabine in the TIE fighter with Beskar plating. I just think it's interesting that now, obviously, Wedge's um, X-wing can't take uh, torpedoes anymore.
1: I've noticed well, that's Wedge quite- A-wing. No, no, well,
0: yeah, like that, finish,
1: that's, yeah,
4: that's what Ben's saying though. Oh, sorry. It, so, yeah.
0: I found it interesting that since the, um, the points have changed on uh, Wedge in an X-Wing and they can't take proton torpedoes, I've seen a lot of people dropping down to the A-Wing now. Which I'm quite happy about, if I'm honest.
4: <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think that was it. Like, that was the worst thing about Wedge uh, in the X-Wing, was he would chuck a four-dice potentially double-modded proton torpedo at you, and then your minus-one agility. And that was just horrendous. Whereas, right. yeah, with the primary, it's not so bad.
0: Yeah, it makes the, the A-Wings two-die shot good. Mm-hmm. Right.
3: And That's Especially at range one. Go on, Dom.
5: As I say, like Chris, Chris's only loss as well
3: was really close um, uh, to the 5T70s as well. So it was
2: interesting.
0: I also like that they were seeing the, um, the build your own hand a bit more as well. So we're seeing like, the, the double tap Bistan um,
3: hand, which is fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's fun loosely, but <laughs> yeah, because he he came down as well, so he's now the same points as the Battle of the
5: Yeah, yeah.
3: I always like to see what sort of rebel
0: this Chris is bringing, because it's usually good. <laughs> uh, before we move on to the next event, is anything tickled anyone else's fancy?
1: I was just on that uh, that list that Chris was on. I I flew a game against it with um against Sean because he was trying to pick up a list for the next event and it just kind of it just punches like it's all all of the ships are able to hit hard. You've got as as Dom said, Hall is there as just a constant annoyance. Wedge is also a constant annoyance because he's an A wing, but then you've got Luke who's a five point double modded proton torpedo carrier. He might also do some three dice attacks later on in the game, but his primary purpose is to launch two double modded proton torpedoes at somebody. Um for five points. And yeah, Bistan Han can just I mean, I think Bistan's a bit of a he's a bit of a weird because 'cause he'll either do two hits or loads. But um Chris's build he's not got um Baze Malbus. He's mm. got perceptive co pilot, so he can skirt around the outside of the fight and still get his double focuses as opposed to the the base version where you have to kind of be close to other ships to get the doubles. Um, so he's often rolling. Game. Yeah, I guess but he's you can got
0: it, can't you yeah, know for the best.
1: Yeah, so he's he, basically you're because you've got trick shot, you're rolling three or four dice, but you're always gonna probably be rolling them at range three obstructed. So you know you're you're kind of hoping on average dice to maybe push one damage with Han and that's kind of the difference between that version and the Bistam version, where the Bistam is just kind of smashing it right into the middle of things and doing four, maybe if you're lucky, a five-dice attack um, with native rerolls and a focus token. But the problem is you've not got a lot you can do about blanks unless you're going to, as you say, just gamble, put it all on red and go again, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's a great list. Like, it is really good, and Han is really good because um, he's very, very hard to kill because he's still got 13 health still moving at i6 and can still boost so you know it's good um yeah
4: one, one thing to look out for with uh whole ockend is that he's got hope built in and yep. a pre- and a precise astromech so if you kill one of the other rebel ships if say he's done a focus already he could then boost with hope and then use precise astromech to gain the target lock
1: Yep, on the thing that he can then apt yep. at i3 Yep. yep.
4: I I fall, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's something to think about, and I, and I think Dom mentioned obviously he used he repositioned that just to get it out of uh, range one. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's nice to see wire wings back in though, because we haven't really seen Rebel wire wings do well since two point
1: yeah, the the thing that they don't like, Y-Wings, and Y-Wings genuinely don't like them, because I was using a Rebel list against Sean when he was playing this, is they don't like um, double taps from ships like Boudica, which was in the, the other Rebel list, and from Han. Um, because while, you know, they might not be double modded, they might not be guaranteed a full string, if you get one, then it's pushing damage, and the Y-Wings melt really quickly to that sustained fire. So, you know, if you can get a shot from Han... And two shots from Boudicca and one shot from something else that's probably killing a rebel y yeah. Um so it yeah, they're unless they get lucky on their greens, they're they're probably gonna fold to fire and that's but then again, you know, he's a three point chip, so if he's shooting that, then he's not shooting Han, he's not shooting Luke, he's not shooting Wedge. So, you know, you're kind of okay with that.
0: i say I expect him to be more of a, a bait piece if you know, if you do go for him he can bunch back what it's usually a bad choice. Yeah. Cool. Anyone else seen anything they like? Dom, anything you liked, except your <laughs> own, obviously.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just thought it was, it was nice to see because th- there was a number of rebel, there's a couple of rebelists there and stuff that all were running um, Fang fighters and stuff as well. So um, there was another one with Paul who had Fen and Bodiker in. As um, so yeah, just just seeing rebel Y wings on the table pretty much for the first time was, was definitely
4: interesting. Well half I like, yeah uh, half I like the event half oh, the event yeah half the event were rebels and resistance. Um so it was it's nice to see Pond uh, running scum actually sort of mixing that up a bit. I mean he did take fangs as well. Um but yeah it's just you know sort of a bit of diversity. Yeah I was the,
3: the one thing I was surprised was that there was zero first order at the event.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so you're a couple of imps, a couple of CIS, uh, one Republic, uh, which is you know possibly unusual as well. But I mean, it doesn't surprise me to see a lot of resistance there because we know that the uh, you know there is a bit of a resistance enclave in the southwest.
0: <laughs> I'm wondering if with the first order though, it's just that people kind of know what's good there already, and they're just experimenting because I bet a lot of these people are, have had practices for the expo. Mm. this might just be a running out of testing to see what things are good and if worse yeah. comes to worse we, we already
3: know the good pieces in the first order we can fall back on yeah I mean th- there was also a lot of T70s uh, there there's a, a, a few like five T70 lists and stuff and things so th- them coming down in points they, they were certainly popular
2: Yeah, with them as well though it was quite an
0: easy spot weren't it to see that they were good also, completely off the points or anything, but the ones with the folding wings, they're really good. I forgot how good they looked. Like the T-70s, because I didn't, i didn't—I got them in that box, but I've never really used them. I've only used the fixed-wing one before. They are beautiful. They're much better than the T-65 ones. Anyway, on to <laughs> the models The way the models look matters a lot to me. Cool. So... On to Fanboy, and then, well done to Danathy, who who uh, ran a very similar list to Andy. The difference being he's got rid of um, Rack and has uh, Boy Vader and then Fifth Brother with a homing missile and fire control systems. I think it's everything else is the same, except he's gone for the ion bomb over the... Um, uh, ...blow the rock up. Yeah. Seismic, that's what it's called. Um, I actually really like this list. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, a, it's another one I've got it packed.
4: Well, the cheeky thing is that Fifth Brother can use his ability on the homing missile's automatic damage. So some people may then be like, oh, okay, I'll let you roll the dice because, you know, what's the worst that could happen? But then uh, Jonas's ability will work on the homing missile. So it's a four-dice attack with uh, two rerolls Potential focus token, but then then fifth broker then spend, um, to use his ability, which is basically spend two force to adequate result. So be wary of that big sledgehammer.
0: Yeah, this list is very interesting
3: to me. Yeah. Everyone knows how good Boy Vader is and stuff as well. So,
4: well, this is it. So like, um, so I ran Boy Vader at um, uh, Boarding Brum. Board in Brum. And what I found is that I think he's less spike damage, but more consistent damage. So he's he's more likely to do three damage than you know sort of the other one. I mean the other one's all good. But you are paying obviously the extra point for for him uh, is a build drone. But yeah, it's very easy to get three hits, or even even if he hasn't got the target lock, you know he's he's he's, he's just doing two damage uh, quite easily. Um, but, yeah, no, it's it's good. Uh it'll be interesting to see how he gets on. I suppose, I mean, I suppose, yeah, like you said earlier, those bombers do serve a similar pu- purpose to, say, Backstabber and Mauler from uh, Battle of Yavin. Um, you know, three dice attacks with you know, sort of mods and stuff. So, but yeah, that fifth br- brother build's very nice. I'm really
3: interested as well to see if um, the new standard loadout Vader will see play. He's he's also six points. So he comes in the new he comes in the new um start set where he's got the he's got the same pilot ability as uh the build your own radar.
4: Sorry, uh Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah, so it's a new standard loadout, but he has the uh, build your own, so um uh, do we know what, what difference um He's got hay ion missiles and afterburners. Yeah. Okay, so gains afterburners. Essentially, because you don't have he's, afterburners, do you? Oh, do you have afterburners? He's,
3: he's he's got the same, yeah. So, boy Vader also has afterburners, but he's got the same profile as boy Vader as well. So, he essentially has a shield upgrade compared to compared to the build your own version as well.
4: Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's interesting. I don't think you'll fire the iron missiles that often, but yeah, doesn't be bad, does it?
1: I I don't think you take any Vader other than boy Vader at the moment. He's just better than the standard loadout and he's cheaper than the build-your-own version. Yeah, I
2: think so. But It's just interesting
4: whether we do see the other one crop up at
2: all. Yeah. So did we get any uh,
0: comeback about if we could just bring, if you didn't buy the pack, did you have to have a standard loadout card or can you just?
1: Yeah, Chris um, Mitchell has confirmed that If you want to run the standard squadron, standard pack, whatever it's called, um, you have to have the card that's got that loadout on it. You can't just combo it. So you can obviously combo it in club nights and probably in smaller (laughs) events, but at the big official OP stuff, you have to have the the card from the pack. That's lame.
0: Anyway, just while we're on the fan buy, I'm going to give a shout-out to Matt, the siftaker Matt on here, because he's one of our newer players, and he came second. he should be pretty chuffed with himself instead of selling himself short. (laughs) So he's got a scum list as well. So he's got um, Fenrau in the fang, Old Terok in the fang, uh, Durge, Lee Mackay, and then
4: Bosk. Yeah, I think we've seen that Bosk um, appearing a few scum lists because he's two points, isn't he?
0: I am pretty sad that they've lowered Lee McKay's, um loadout. I really liked that proton torpedo on there.
4: Yeah, but I suppose the, pl- the plasma's still decent. I mean, what what's, yeah. her, what's her initiative? Is she? I five uh, five. Is I five? Yeah, I thought she was. So I mean, like it's still at least you're getting that plasma torp off fairly early, so you should be able to use, you know, if it hits, you get the benefit of the plasma torp ability to remove a shield. I
0: think they've done a good job, actually, of cracking down on Pro. Because they are a bit good. (laughs) Yes, I think that's fair to say. Um, It's nice to see old T back on the table as well.
4: Yep, I mean, he could be interesting as well with stuff like the bombers uh, and other ships, because he steals focus tokens, doesn't he? I think he makes you lose them all, if I remember rightly. Lose all green tokens.
0: Just having a look, I can't remember.
4: Yeah, yes. it's, at, at the it's start of the engagement
0: phase, you may choose one enemy ship at range one. Uh, if you do, and you are in its front arc, it removes all of its green tokens. So that also works on reinforce and calculate.
4: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Decimator can be sad. <laughs> or a ghost, even.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I guess if a fang's <laughs> in the ghost's front arc, it's probably not that bothered about the, uh, the
4: reinforce. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's still going to take a lot of damage back potentially. Um, but then that's where Concordia face off triggers, and you know you're you're doing a lot of damage back to that ghost.
0: Yeah, oh, I don't know whether I'd be comfortable taking five dice.
4: It all depends what other mods they've got. Like if they've not yeah, got, yeah. if they've not got a re-roll, you just clench and hope for the best.
0: <laughs> In fact, is it saw? What's the one where they get a,
4: they can get um. To Target like when you attack uh, a Magn Magnaviaro after defending. That's disgusting. That is
3: taking a damage to convert all your eyeball results to That's crit. it. Like if that if that ghost there, that Fang does
0: not want to be sat in front of it.
4: I mean, if you've got Magnaviaro, you you do you move old Terra coin in. You strip the green tokens, and then you let the rest of the scum shif, sh, um, ships shoot that ghost and old terror ch- tries to shoot something else, just doesn't bother doesn't yeah, it yeah. doesn't give them the target lock but Person yeah that's, that's you know possibly a way to work around it, but no i I think um yeah, you know we're seeing a obviously a, a resurgence in fang fighters, which is nice to see because. I've always liked the ship,
0: yeah, especially I know I go on about it a lot but the models move, and it's cool I, I love all the models that move
5: yeah
3: but, uh, that, that Bosk Z95 for two points is also just really nice because he's got the same ability as the YV Bosk, but he's two points. He gets, he's gets he got a load out of three, so he gets marksmanship stapled to him and just a little two squad point ship that can reasonably consistently snick, sneak a crit through onto something and then make it two damage. Yeah.
0: I think Scum needed some cheaper pieces, didn't they?
5: Yeah.
0: It's nice to see... like. I know we've seen Pond and This list have um, fangs, but I think they're they're both very different. Yeah, I had to double check back before I said that because I thought I might be lying.
3: Yeah, I mean <laughs> they, they're, they're both Fenral, they both have Fenroud, they both have Dirge, they both have Bosque. Yeah, uh, but the the other two pieces are a bit different.
0: I know. Should we talk about this double Falcon list as well? Are they both the same? Does anybody
4: know? Uh da, 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 no, I don't know if I the Falcons are the same, but you've got different support pieces for sure. I think alberist is um, well, Rob Gogats, I think.
5: Yeah, is, um, yeah,
0: yeah. But we'll we'll go on to the Steel City one because it did better. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean that as a dig; it just did. <laughs> um, so we've got um, who was it again? I've forgotten the name. Tom. Tom.
4: Tom Morris from Still City.
0: So he's got Lando, uh, Han, and then Gina, uh, Sabine Wren in the TIE Fighter. Again, Sabine Wren is, I'm a two-point ship. But that, she's got that... Um, the ability can be quite useful, I okay? guess. She don't take stress or anything for it, do you? It's just a, a barrel or a boost before you move, I believe.
1: Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. That's right.
0: Yeah. I was trying to quickly scan through and look. Which is um, is interesting, <clears throat> excuse me, to know, but it's before you activate, rather than the system phase, because a lot of sort of in movement um, repositions have been removed, haven't they? Yeah, she's
1: great. she's great, super nice. One of you at a time. Go, Rich.
0: <laughs> I was just going to
1: say she's she's very good. Um, like she's initiative three, but she's pro- possibly one of the best blocking pieces in the game because you can boost three bank or boost five straight, and then barrel roll as well, so you can get into some really, really, really weird places that your opponent just might not see happening. And yeah, she's tokenless, but you know, most of the builds at the minute have got best score on her. So as long as you are facing at something, that's basically a shield upgrade, you're eating a card that tries to hit you. So it's yeah, she's she's amazing. And two points. Just stick her in everything basically.
0: And this one's got lone wolf, so it can do that and then still have some sort of a re roll for defence as well. Mm-hmm. Gene is interesting. I'm assuming it's just she's four points. I can't um, see any reason. High five. Made. Yeah, I, I just can't see like her ability-wise. I mean, um, yeah, no, I don't, she, I don't like, think she's there to yeet off a stress, is she?
1: No, she, she? So she confuses me in that list. Like I get the, the two Falcons. I get how they work and what they do, and I get why Sabine's in there. But when you've got four points to spend, I wouldn't be looking at a B-Wing. Um, I mean, obviously, it's worked out for him. But I can't. I can't understand why it's there. Other than it's an I five three dice gun, and it's my trade piece. It's the thing that I want people to shoot at, so they're not shooting at my falcons, um, which might might be what it's there for.
0: Maybe yeets the stress off to Lando because Lando tends to do blue maneuvers anyway.
1: Yeah, possibly.
0: But I'm just I was just trying to get it up and see what the what the range is, and so maybe it's. It's just a doesn't matter piece. You know, like the yeah. ability doesn't matter. What is it? Um,
3: when you have things like too.
2: When you have things like go for four points, it does seem an interesting choice to go for the B wing. Yeah.
3: Because even if it's an initiative thing, you could get, what, Herod in the A wings four points now as well.
1: Yeah. Not. I mean, it's, a, it's an i5 three dice gun. I think that's the thing. Um, with Lando's ability, that can be a double modded attack. Um, so there's a there's a reasonable amount of, like, I, I kind of see if the meta is shifting towards I-4+, plus, then going in at I-5 and 6 is, you know, there, there's, that makes sense, right? Um, that's three ships that are shooting at, at I-5 and 6. Um I I've had a, a Republic I five and six Jedi and slash Aces list sitting in my builder for a bit, just looking at it, thinking, can four ships do the business? Like can four aces actually work? Um and they probably can for the right kind of player, but I don't think that's me. Um but that's just me looking at I five and six because everything seems to be drifting upwards. Um yeah. lot a lot of the high initiative lists poking
2: about. wonder if we're going to see
0: swarm like low initiative points yeah because nice, i love me some low swarms. <laughs> <laughs> um let's have a look what else we've got is there anything anyone else has seen
3: that they fancy anything you like dom
5: uh,
3: i think it's quite interesting seeing hmp's slowly come back a little bit as well i mean went two and two at fanboy but four hmp's plus um grievous What's wolf oh, no. Yeah, so he's a
0: calculating one.
3: Yeah. Which works well with these guys, doesn't it? Yeah, lots of um, HMPs potentially starting to come back. It's definitely interesting because they've got the 180-degree the arcs and lots of cheap munitions like energy shell charges and cluster missiles and things like that. So
0: It's interesting to see the the probe droids as well on Al's list. Yeah. Because we haven't seen them for... Also, it's nice to see Al's name pop. up, to be honest. I've not seen Al for a long time, but... We always used to see a lot of Al, didn't we? Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, he came to us with us to Worlds in 2019. But yeah, you, know, you used to travel across with the IQ lads to play Elemental, we'd see him sort of around, um, sort of major events and stuff. Um, I think it's interesting, though. The the four HMPs, much like the Nantex, I was sort of saying earlier. I imagine you know, there's there's potentially new players at you know, said fanboy, that have probably never played against four HMPs before.
0: Yeah, and they can do very strange movements. for For anyone who's unsure, they can kind of like that
4: um, with the A-wing. So, so yeah, they can side slip. Yeah, so they they do the side slipping. So they don't always move forwards. They can also just sort of um, essentially strafe to the left or right. They're probably very good for sitting around objectives as well, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, and and that's it. And it's also it's time on target. So like Dom says, they've got the 180 degree arc. And because they don't have to turn, they can strafe, you know, one way or the other. They can keep that front half facing forwards. So it's just a case of, you know, they've got sync laser cannons, they've got energy shells. um, And, you know, a bit of what Tambor for, you know, if he's got, is it Kraken for keeping calculates and stuff. And then um, the HMP's ability as well is that they don't spend target locks. For each target lock on the um, target, they can re roll a dice. So it's a slightly different, it's like fire control system way, isn't it? But I've forgotten about, I've totally forgotten about that.
1: Yeah. And at least one of them ship ability, or sorry, well, at least one of the pilot ability is basically if you've got a ship in your front arc after you shoot, you acquire a lock on it. So they've got ways of getting free lock. So HMPs, while they might be firing two dice, a lot of the time it's always double modded. So it's a bit like an old howl swarm. It's just like I'll roll some dice and then do two hits. I just need to figure out what I need to do to make it happen.
0: Especially them probe droids around, they just spread the locks around, don't they? They're not bothered yep. about. We just want to get one or two
1: on every ship. Yeah, just one on every ship because they've mostly got two dice attacks.
4: Well, well, that's it with the energy shells as well. You don't need the target lock for energy shells, so you can fire it with. Uh, so you fire it with the calculate um so the t- the target locks could be spread out on multiple targets and then you've got the flexibility of of what you're actually shooting uh when it comes to um actually shooting them
1: yeah the uh, the points have been interesting haven't they there's a lot of stuff that's come down past the breakpoint like you used to be able to fly four hmp's and that was it and then they kind of nerfed their loadout, so you couldn't you could still take four but they were a bit rubbish but now they've increased their loadout dropped a bunch of other things and dropped their cost as well. So you can I fit four of them plus something else. Um so yeah, and I mean it, we've seen it across the board. Like I know we talked about points last week when I wasn't on, but like there's a heap of aces that are cheaper now but with lower loadout. Yeah. Um so like just the dynamic of what you want to put in a list has completely shifted.
0: I actually like the less loadout on most ships because it just it's not so much to take in that you don't know where you're at. You can actually yeah. know what some of the guy like a lot like before, there were so many upgrades, you just go, oh, I recognise the pilot ability. I think I know what the list does, right, let's go. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean there's a there's been a clear kind of strategy to this points build, which is you know, if we're gonna drop something's points value, then we drop its loadout so that you don't have a four-point ship with 20 loadouts, so it can take proton torpedoes and all of the other toys. Yeah. You basically say, you know, you, you can have Suntier Fell for five instead of six, but you can't have um crackshot predator and a shield upgrade. You've got to choose um what you're having. Um so you can have a shield upgrade, but then no toys, um, or you can have all the toys, but he suddenly becomes a lot more vulnerable. So, it, I mean, it's it's good. Um, I, I must admit, I look at um, Trigger Happy Flyboy Poet 7 now with 20 whatever, no doubt no, he's got a stupid number, and I'm thinking he's actually not worth it because he's too many points, but compared to what some of the other 7-point ships can do, you think he's brilliant, but there's going to be so many ships. Like, so many factions can put 5 4-point ships together that are really, really good. But if you put in a seven point ship in, you have to think, is this actually worth two of my other ships?
0: Look at you managing yes. to turn it to resistance. It's,
1: it's well, just... <laughs> I, I was going to talk, I was going to say about five T70s. Like, um, I know a bunch of people took them at Curtin. Um, and I think overall, like, while it was the big scary thing that people looked at first and spotted it, it's actually been quite underwhelming for a lot of people. And yeah. I think it's because um, while it's all double modded and everything like that, the other stuff is more disgusting. Um, that was obvious and good, but it's low initiative, um, so a lot of it is susceptible to being initiative killed. Um, and it's fixed from darks. Onto, so, I mean, they're good. They're great ships, but um, it's almost too one-dimensional. So I, I'm wondering if there's something to a couple of them plus some other stuff. Um, that's kind of four points. Um, but I have no idea what that is at the minute. Um
0: Shall we move on to talk about Expo then? Since I think yeah, yeah, yeah. we're starting to talk about more. So event things. So I... start, off, start off. How many of you are locked in on a list? Yes. Yes. Done. Oh. Uh, By 80%. Oh. Well you're, you're, that, you're is paying... anyone willing to say what it is?
1: I'll I'll will say, but I'll I'll go second if somebody else wants to.
3: I'm probably about eighty percent locked in on taking the list that I took to Curtin, so the double nantex and stuff like that. Um there's a there's a few more things I want to try it against uh before I definitely say yes, that's it. But um yeah, it's 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 a likelihood that I will be playing double nantex at the expo. Do
0: you feel um comfortable up against maybe going against double uh, falcons or you're just gonna yeah. hope you dodge it? <laughs>
3: Double Falcons is interesting. I've played. I've played it a few times against the single Falcon variant. So, like similar to what Chris Burnett was running, or even like a, a four ship version. Where
0: I, um, I assume in your list you just take out everything else except the Falcon.
3: Yeah, I mean my list also can just kill a Falcon. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, I, I have just removed a Falcon. I, I, I managed to trap and kill Harn in two turns. Hmm. Uh, in one of the practice games um it, it can do it nantex don't like falcons massively um because they've just got big wide arcs and it's not, not quite so easy to dodge them but uh a large ship also means it's easier to line up the bullseye so you, you you get your your bigger guns easier and you've still got things like dirge that will just joust it with a proton cannon and grievous is still a good three-dice gun. You've got an energy shell charge and stuff there as well. So you've got the firepower to take out
2: at least one Falcon.
0: Makes sense. It's, I can say, I regularly steal your lists because I think you're great at building lists. So I've actually packed that list to try. So we'll see how it goes. I, I'm totally not even remotely locked in yet.
1: <laughs> I think a lot of people forget about Sintir's. Um, Pilot, uh, not centeer, sunfax pilot Billy as well, because yeah. he gets an he gets an extra red dice in bullseye at range one, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Only you know he, he gets
3: an extra red dice if the ship is tracted.
1: Yes, yeah, every, everyone right. gets an extra dice at range one. Rich. No, I meant an extra <laughs> one, but yeah, no, he gets an extra, so he can roll five dice attacks at range one, basically, yeah. if against a tractor opponent. So, you know, he's going to wreck a falcon, absolutely wreck it. You, you can gets, also
0: you roll a, a four dice at range three if you manage to track something, maybe with tech or something. Well,
4: that's what I was yeah. going to say, yeah. Just, I mean, and also, you know, you might get the Nantex double matchup, you know, mirror match, you know, and then you have know, your facts and your Chertech's going to be, because Chertech re-rolls two red dice against a yeah. attracted opponents, opponent. So, um, yeah, there could be lots of bits and bobs going on. Yeah. Do you um, want to go
2: next, Richie
0: P?
1: Yeah, so, like, I spent ages flicking backwards and forwards across a bunch of different lists where i was looking at stuff and thinking that's great but i'm on holiday this week i'm currently sitting in a chalet in butlands in skegness so So, sorry um, that you're in skegness (laughs) it's okay i'm I'm, I'm in the little bit on the outskirts that's nice um the holiday park um so it's um yeah no i was uh, so i had to lock it in last night before we set off basically because i had to pack everything because i'm getting home late on friday and setting off early saturday morning for the expo so i needed to submit it because i didn't know if i was going to get a chance to so um i've gone for like uh, I I basically gave up on trying to second guess the meta and what it was going to be because i haven't got a scooby like a couple of store events isn't enough um to kind of get a real beat on what the world in in general is thinking i haven't got time to iterate my own list so i've gone back to what was the third wheel wookie list which is chewbacca and two t70s um can't call it the third wheel wookie list anymore because i've got a whole extra two y wings in the list as well um so and i don't have Carrie Kun anymore i've got snap wexley because his free boost is great i've got Eloasty because he's four points in his i5 and he's a t70 and then I've got the two three-point Y-Wings along with Chewbacca. So um, wartime loadout Y-Wings have got nine health and they're three points. So my only current floating decision is whether I put ion cannons on the Y-Wings or dorsal turrets and bombs. Um, that's my current choice. Everything else is completely locked in. And I've submitted one version of it, So, but I can always flip that around. But yeah, so I'm, I'm going to use that. Um, so back to resistance from... As I said, I I looked at High Initiative, Republic. I looked at a bunch of Rebel stuff. I looked at a Rebel swarm. I looked at a Republic swarm. And I I was just not getting on with flying the swarms. I kept crashing them into each other and making bad choices about who was pointing them at and doing it wrong, basically. So I've put all them away and pulled out a list that I know how to fly with ships that I know how to fly and triggers that I'll remember. So, yeah. A wise man, possibly Liam. Although, don't tell him I said that. Said mm. if you so can't just
0: think... recorded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you can't think of something that you think is going to be good, just fly something that's going to be fun because you're going to be flying it for six games. And if you go with something good and you do badly with it, then you'll that's have what... a miserable time. That's Where if what... you go with something fun, you'll have a great time. That's what I told you. Oh, it must have been you then. There you go. It wasn't <laughs> Liam.
4: I so said we had this very, <laughs> we had this very conversation uh, after our game because well, um, we did yes yeah. it, 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 I've it, it's, been
1: moaning uh, at loads of people Tim I couldn't remember no that. no, no. <laughs> I,
4: mean, I, I, I I'll be polite and say that it just didn't go well for you um, so after <laughs> after after the game when we were chatting I, and that's what I said to you is like whatever you take make sure it's a list that you'll enjoy flying because yeah. you don't want to lock yourself in and then. Have a couple of bad games and then be like, if if it goes badly and you're zero two, it's like, well, do you want to stick playing a list you don't enjoy all day? So that's my, that was my only advice, and that's my advice to anybody: is yeah, by all means, netlist, but if you're gonna at least netlist a, a list you want to fly, because you know some some netlist I look at and just go, that's not my that's not my playing style, or you know that look that looks boring, and all right, mechanically, it could be a very efficient list, but there are other options out there. And, you know, I, I personally would make sure that it's a list I enjoy finding. Because if you get bored and you have a rubbish day, you know, there's an awful lot of financial and time investment that goes into events and traveling, everything like that. So, mm. yeah, and that was my yeah. wise advice.
1: That's all right. If I go 0-2, I'll just drop and go and walk around the expo. It's
4: no, fine. And, and that's <laughs> fine. But that, that, that's, that's an option you have. But you might be like you might be dropping out because you're not enjoying the list as opposed yeah, to if you if you were enjoying the list and had two really close losses you might be like well perhaps i can play on for a bit and you know go for players, you know standings depending on what where the prize breaks uh, you know and stuff like that but mm-hmm. uh, try and
0: not get made fun of by everyone on the podcast the week after
4: <laughs> i mean <laughs> like looking at
1: when like we talked about the pricing before but i think genuinely like while it's going to be a really rough cut, so like expo we've we've not really talked about but there's going to be around about 100 players at it and it's a cut to top 8 so there's only three rounds on the sunday um but the prize support goes quite far down into the tournament so i think that the top 4 get the template trays and the temp- to to go with the templates that they won for getting top 16 and then top 32 get the range rulers Top eight, get some charge tokens. Um, and top 64, I think, get some cards and punch and stuff, but that might be top 32 as well. Um, so like, it, but, but it's going to the point where you're only going to make cut if you're six in a war, one of the top five and ones, don't lose your first game. Um, but even if you're not going to make cut, it's worth playing on because the templates and the range rollers are going to go down to the four and twos and maybe even the three and threes. Um, so it's worth playing unless you go into negative, um, <laughs> negative count and you're, at, you know, you're heading for a two and four or something, then you're probably out of the prizing. But yeah, as long as you're going evens or better, you're going to come away with some sweet swag.
4: Yeah, no, I think that's, I think um I mean, we're, we're still yet to see our punch from Worlds, but, you know, a big shout out to Atomic Mass Games. I think the prize support quality that we got from Worlds was fantastic, the stuff that obviously they've produced. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite excited to see what we get. Uh, and it, I don't I don't even know if we've got the kits for uh, Games Expo. It may not have been, may not have arrived in time, but um, fingers crossed we can actually walk away with it if, if we, do. we are lucky enough to win any of it.
0: Yeah. On the plus side, if it's not there, it'll probably all be going to Chris, and Chris is like, we see him around, don't we? So it should it should start spreading out relatively quick if it's not. Um, what about you, Tim? What have you locked in on, mate?
4: Uh, I think I'm pretty much sort of 99% there, so I've started painting it. Um, Six Clones is essentially where I am. Six, Six Ship Republic. Uh, it's a list I tried um, uh, tried out a couple of games before Worlds. And, um, so it's using, uh, the core of my world's list. So you've still got contrail, kickback, and, and click. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, although interestingly, like, seeing, uh, the Imperial Bombers do well does make me think that my world's list is, you know, there's possibly still scope for that, because that does very well at tanking three-die shots. Um, but, yeah, I don't think... I think I'm going to stick with the, the six clones, just because I've, um... I've been playing uh, quite a few games with it. Uh, I took it, and uh, no, I didn't take it to Pontefract, did I? Because that was my world's list. But I've uh, used it online. Took it to the club last week, um, so I had some good online games with it. Flashed
0: um, a new start with it.
4: Uh yeah. But,
0: uh, <laughs> in, in fairness, the last when we played in the last game, I tabled in so.
4: Well, this is it. That it a bit it, bad, actually. No, he's it is, it is tough at the clubs at times. Um, but this is why I always say whenever I play at the club against newer players, I do explain that obviously I'm practicing for an event. This is my event list. However, you know, we'll, we'll talk through the decisions. We'll talk through you know why I'm doing stuff, why perhaps, you know, options they've got and stuff like that. And, and you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I wouldn't say lenient, but I do explain, like you know, perhaps consequences of some of their decisions based yeah. on what I'm doing, which obviously I wouldn't do in a competitive game, and and it's good practice for me as well because also then I'm thinking about what they're doing and and you know what you know choices they've got to do, um, and um, yeah, the way I see it, it's much more useful for them um, to he- not help them, but you know, just sort of coach really more than anything because it helps them improve and you only get better by playing better players and we all we all started off as a beginner you know one day um but also um hopefully they don't feel like the more experienced players are just going around kicking them around and actually they get some value out of the game and also keep coming back to the club and you know improving and you know and newer players have beaten me you know it's it's absolutely not a it's not a um an easy win Every night, every game, for sure. You know they they're getting better, and and as we say, like you know Matt. I mean, how long has he been playing? About a year, less than that,
0: about six months. I think it's less than that, and he started playing towards the end of lockdown, I think.
4: Yeah, and and you know that's I believe know. he
0: played a little bit of two with his brother.
4: Yeah, but, but he's he comes to the club night most nights. He certainly comes more than I do, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, and it does show. You know, you have to you practice, try different lists, try different factions. You learn from you know you learn from your defeats, don't you? And then yeah, you know you do improve. It's nice
0: to see him Matt as well because that list is something he's just made up on his own. He's not just no, absolutely, yeah, yeah. You know he's not in all the chats that we're all in, all over the place and things like that. You know it's very much something he's come up with.
5: And
1: also he in, he, he locked in on uh, boy Vader and Sundtir way yeah. before the rest of us, and he's he was that's one of the reasons we started looking at it and playing it um, yeah. as well and then it turned up at worlds and i was like wow okay yeah he was onto something so and i have started paying attention to his list building to be honest
0: yeah so can't knock him can you yeah. and obviously for me for expo I'm, i've i've looked i've tried ray um a couple of t70s a 8 and one of the Fireballs. not the fireball yeah fireball
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, was it Yarrick? Jaeger?
1: Yeah, yeah, the i5 one.
0: Yeah, he's, he's yeah. all right. He's cheap. Something about stress, he can do stuff. Mm. Uh, it's just a point runner, really. Um, but I, I'm going to try the Imperial list probably tomorrow, and also a Dom's Separatist list interests me. Um, obviously, I've had Liam in my ear already for a nantext for quite a long time. <laughs> and I, I had actually been messing about with... Um, Sun fact before the points change.
4: So. Well, so I mean I I'm gonna hopefully get down early ish because i 'cause I've I've got the week off anyway, so I'm gonna be um down early, staying late, gonna get a good hopefully three games, maybe four out of tomorrow. Um just really just you know keeping the reps coming in, sort of triggers and all that stuff and, and it'll be useful sort of, uh, to play against the different less like the Nantex. I mean I have played online against the Nantex, not played online against the Bombers. Um I think I'm going to I think I've got Tom Fields in the league this week and I might end up with another game or two uh, elsewhere but um yeah no it's look, looking good. Um it's like uh Rich needs to shoot off. Um, should we just do some expo shout outs and then we can just wrap up. Yep. Cool. I'll uh, go first
2: Dom. Yeah, well right.
3: um the expo will be streamed by the Firecast Focus again. Um, so, was guys you abandoned. I t- no. <laughs> no.
1: We've 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 all seen your affiliation on Rule Better is now One Eight Six Squadron. I've yeah.
0: only made fun of him for it. But
3: uh, as I said, I'm not the only one. Um, we 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 we're all kind of merged a bit. Um, we're all from the the same sort of area of the country and stuff and we we play with the one guys and chat with them all the time and stuff anyway so it's it's yeah become a bit of a collaboration type thing that we're joining them and helping trying to boost the, the south of England's
1: It game. sounds like you're trying to justify it to yourself Dom <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, no, essentially, know, so um, you're saying that basically you've noticed the 186 standards have been slipping so you felt that you know if you come along you can help them uh, you know, boost oh, their you ta- tournament average that. that's oh, what yeah.
0: you said before we were recording no God. <laughs> <laughs> you know if you said that
3: we'd have recorded it <laughs> i right know okay. but no um no yeah that's fine but uh, the the stream will be there. Nick Nick will be uh, running the stream. Um, feel free to come and say hi to Nick, cause, especially because he'll like some company during the during the day and stuff. Um, yeah.
4: No, I think it should be good. It's it's great to see. Obviously, and, and Nick's giving up his day, um, much like Nicky did, obviously at Taker Open. But it's really helpful for the community to have people, you know, giving up their gaming time actually stream the event so it is very much appreciated I mean we won't be able to uh benefit from the streams on the day but I know the videos will be available to watch back afterwards and I certainly tend to after big events um catch some of the games afterwards so uh yeah thank you very much if, uh, to you guys for doing that and I think um you know streaming the Welsh open and I think you said ponds uh going to be running the stream for that one
3: yes yeah pond P- pond's gonna be running the stream up at the Welsh open as well so we'll, we'll be there as well
4: no, excellent. Well, I'll, I'll put I'll, I'll put the link uh, the URL in the show notes. So if anybody is uh, interested in watching, yeah, get across to Firecast Focus over the weekend. Any shout outs from you, Rich?
1: Um, I forgot to do this two weeks ago, and then it wasn't on last week. But um, a massive shout out to Mark packer Hughes, who we've we've. Um, mentioned a couple of times on the podcast and he's won some of our giveaways and stuff in the past but um, I was have been searching around for a Reaper for a bit so that I could play some of the filthy Reaper stuff pre-points change and like you were lending me one, Sean was lending me one and it was all like trying to prep in for Expo before the points change and uh, he just went, oh I've got three I'll send you one up and I was like they're valuable mate, what can I send you? It was like, Oh nothing, it's fine, um, cheers for your podcast, it's great um, and here and he sent me it with all the cards and everything I was like "Wow, thanks so huge shout out to Mark and I'm like, massively grateful for that and it has now actually got me eyeballing the little grey ships on the shelf every time I walk past them in Element I'm always like oh maybe I'll buy one of them now so I think I'm officially now a four faction player not a three faction player.
0: Mark's the new Palpatine he's slowly dragging you to the dark side
1: I know, which is weird because he's now out and he's now a night night resistance player, and he's thinking about <laughs> you know getting rid of a lot. He's got the biggest collection. He's one of these uh, great, awesome people who's got like four or five of literally everything. Um, so yeah, he's um, the, I'm re- really appreciative of that. Like, um, so I want to give him a shout out uh, for that. And um, I think like I'm just looking forward to the expo. I'm looking forward to meeting everybody and seeing everybody. Like, it's the first big event I've been to for like, uh, as a player for God, about four years or something. Like, I mean, like, 100-player. 100, 100 like, I think the last time was the last Sith Taker Open I played in that column was running. So it's a long, long time ago um, that I've played in, in as big an event as this. So I'm really looking forward to it. I have no illusions that I'm going to do well. I don't deal well with the chaos of a post-points change <laughs> meta. Um, so I, I I'm just going to have mate. a good time. Um, oh, I've got some target locks made as well. So if you play against basically any of the Snapshot's crew um, or maybe some other Sith takers, we'll see. But um, we should have things like um, Obi-Wan Kenobi alt darts and target locks and things. So make sure that you shake us um until we drop stuff like Sonic dropping rings when he gets spiked by something.
0: The great thing about the expo last time we went was like, people who don't, make, probably don't play anymore still come in and said hi, which was nice.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: We had quite a few people pop in and get a bit excited when they saw it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, just, uh, has anyone got any other shout outs before we move on? Just anything not expo?
4: Nothing not major for me now.
0: Yeah. So, I've just got a couple that aren't really expo related. Um, I mean, mine's gone. Back. I wanted to, someone someone donated some uh, store credit vouchers to me for the league, which was nice. Um, and I, I paid that forward to like a, a newer player so he could get some more ships to play with. Um, who else had Another shout out, really one. Oh, uh, another shout out is to Ashok in case he's up at the expo again because it it's always nice to see him. And he helped me a lot when the league was first starting out. So, yeah, just one last shout out to Liam and his grand. And I believe that it's us for today. So it's goodbye from me. uh, Goodbye from Dom. Goodbye. Uh, Goodbye from Ricky P.
4: Toodles. And goodbye from Timbo Slice. And a shout out to Borden Brom. Goodbye.
1: (laughs)